Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drimbles. After finally arriving into town, Gary, Strunk, Grizzabeth, and Calvin check out a notice board. Upon it, they discover an ad of someone looking for a lawyer. After trying to avoid it, Gary runs into Silvio, the vampire who posted the ad. He claims to have been killed and turned into a vampire thrall against his will. Upon finding a way to free himself from Ed and Fred, the vampires who turned him, he returned to town to discover his home and family were taken by a minotaur. Taking the job, Gary pays Goron the minotaur a visit and discovers some odd behavior in Anna, Silvio's ex-wife, as well as an intense and pleasant odor coming off of Goron. Sensing something is amiss, Gary decides to head on to the town alchemist. I do declare, Hirana is back in session. Okay, let's uh, let's go see Nerio. And he leads you through the town. Again, it's a pretty big town, so you guys go for a nice stroll. There's a beautiful, like, central park with, like, a little playground. It's like a kid playground, but there are also adults on it. There's a fountain there. There's lots of picnic benches. You guys pass through uh, some slightly tighter, like, packed streets. You see a couple of what look like apartment kind of housing type stuff. And then finally you pull up to a little alchemist shop called Nerios New Magic. And you open the store and you walk in and you see an Asimar. He reminds you a little bit of Dr. Carver, who you met in uh, Pacific Prefecture. But this guy has like long white hair and these black leathery wings. And he's dressed like imagine like Yzma from Emperor's New Groove, like that outfit, but all like black and leather with uh, little glasses. He goes, hey, uh, welcome to uh, welcome to Nario's new magic. What can I do for you? Hello. Hi. I saw on the sign you sell a lot of strange stuff. Oh, yeah. I love a good concoction. I'm guessing a lot of people come to you for some basic stuff like... uh, Hair growth or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's nodding his head and he looks you up and down and he goes, You're coming for dick pills? You having a hard time getting it up? No. I'm... But... Close. I'm assuming you sell some kind of... Love potion. Here's the thing with love potions. Uh, People... 
always want love potions. And uh, those don't really work, right? Listen, if somebody doesn't like you, they're not going to like you. But a little love enhancement. Now that's something I can peddle in, right? You got to get your foot in the door. But uh, once you get your foot in that door, I can help you bust it right off its hinges. We can do some real crazy shit, you know? So you have some kind of potion that makes you more likable. Yeah, you could uh, you, you could say something like that. Do a lot of people come for this kind of potion? Well, uh, it's a little pricey, so I usually save it for my uh, my top tier clients. But if you're interested, I could uh, I could maybe give you a little discount on your uh, your first tube. Well, I'm doing an investigation, actually. Really? I'm not, um... Well, I'll just tell you. I'm a vampire hunter. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I uh, got involved with the case and... Well, I'm not just any vampire hunter. I... I'm aware that some vampires are turned against their will. Right, right, yes. So, I've got this one guy that I'm not sure whether or not to kill. Because... Silvio swallows. He turns back in and winks at Silvio. He, he lets out a little breath. <laughs> and, um... I'm investigating his case, and he's told me about his situation. Okay. There, in the situation, there is a minotaur involved. Uh, he, he just eyes you. He goes, <laughs> uh-huh. Now, there are not many minotaurs around these days. Right. But I've got a strong hunch he's been in your place. I don't know where you'd get that feeling from, bucko. Which potion did he buy? Roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Oh, dang. It's a ten. I, I'm not in the habit of disclosing my customers' personal information. How much? Hmm. Well, it depends. Are you going to be harming my client? Potential client? Alleged client? Hmm. Um. No. Yeah, pinky promise? He should still be able to purchase from you. Then let's call it 20 gold. Hmm. 20 gold? Yeah. You want to cost me an arm and a leg, I'll make you cost an arm and a leg. Whoa, and that's whoa, whoa, whoa. intimidation attempt. <laughs> hey, hey. Roll an intimidation for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a uh, six. He seems to grab something under the counter and he goes, easy there, buddy. I'd really reconsider your next moves. Carrie reaches into his... Um, coat and he slams down 20 gold <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah 
He goes, smart lad. And he grabs the gold, he counts it, he bites one of the coins. All right. He bought my dick drunk decoction. Is that really what it's called? Yep. And he pulls out a little, like, ointment tube. And it has, like, his face smiling on it, illustrated, giving you the thumbs up. And it says, Nario's dick drunk decoction. Decoction? Yeah. And he goes, uh, you just apply this to your, uh, regions. And, well, it'll have an effect in general, but especially if you can rub it off on other people, it'll make you irresistible. So you don't drink it? No, you rub it. And it's not just for... Fucking people? It's mostly for fucking people. But you don't have to put it on your dick. It's advised. Let's just say that. <laughs> but in theory, you can uh, use it to charm people into liking you more. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know some people, they get really into it and they, uh, they rub it on their whole bodies. Hmm. And the side effect... Of that is anyone who gets a whiff kind of likes you. Yeah, yeah, you come off as a little more charming. You mind if I take a sniff? Sure. <laughs> he takes the little, the top off, he unscrews it, and he like puts it under your nose. And you get this very pungent sweet scent. The same one? Very similar, yes. Right. How much is that? Uh, one of these. And it's it's like a small tube. It's not like a toothpaste tube. It's like a little ointment tube. He goes, uh, one of these will run you ten gold. Oh. It's best used with, uh, frequent applications. Right. Okay. I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Pleasure doing business with you, buddy. Oh, thank you. And he's gonna leave with everybody. So long. <laughs> and the door closes behind you. That bastard. So he's, he's charming her. He's... Right? Right. It's, so... It's against her will. Yeah. Well... <laughs> there's no way this doesn't hold up in a court of law, right? I don't know. You're still dead. <sighs> and the law is very keen at fucking people over. Even me. But... As a lawyer, where, wherever I stand, morally, doesn't matter. I'm just supposed to help the client. I do agree with your situation. I mean, I agree with your side. Right, right. However, I've really got to know how she feels about you without the charm. Right. Oh my god. Let me get back in there for a second. Okay. Back so soon. Um, can I ask you a question about this product? Yeah. How can I neutralize it, uh, get rid of it once I'm done? You know, I don't want the effect to linger sometimes. Um, basically, you just gotta stop using it. The longer you use it, the stronger it'll be. Especially people who are in frequent contact with you. I don't quite have an antidote per se for it, but if it's a one-time use, it should wear off, you know, after a shower. If it's a prolonged use, well then, you might have to wait a few days, uh, 
worst case scenario if you've been using it every single day for years and uh, maybe a month. <sighs> okay. It's it's, it's kind of like coming off a chemical addiction, you know? Yeah, I just was hoping you had an antidote. Sorry, buddy. That's okay. I'll make sure to keep it one time. Use. All right. Can I get you anything else? I'll be back if I do. I'm looking forward to it. And he's counting his coins. Yeah. He's counting his coins. Yeah. Does he have a back room? <laughs> it looks like it, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't you dare. Gary Kessa bonfire <laughs> in the back room. <laughs> okay, he's gonna roll an intelligence check. What's your DC? Uh, fuck it. He, yeah, he rolled a four. It's, it's definitely. Yes. He goes, oh shit. Something burning back there. Oh shit. They must have gotten out. And he runs back. Uh, Gary Mage hand grabs the coins. Oh my god! <laughs> you do it. Yes. <laughs> and then Gary's out of there. <laughs> However, you only grab the 10 coins because it looks like he had already put the 20 coins from earlier away. Okay. Yeah, you run out of the shop and Silvio goes, what is happening? Uh, there's no antidote. Okay. Um, what's left? Oh, the school. Where's the school? Uh, it's uh, just down this way. Uh, I'm gonna head over there. Let's go. Okay. This, this is the halftime with Terrence J. TJB here, week three of staking out Nikki B's apartment. Still no sign of Nikki B, and still no sign of internet. How's this whole area near Nikki B's top secret room house at Dead Zone? How's he even upload these things? Oh, whatever. Shouldn't have told John I would do this. Uh, so, um, volume 10 of Orc Daddy's here just finished. What will he read next? <laughs> What's this one? Hmm. Hatred. War. Death. Pain. No matter how hard we try. It seems as if man cannot escape these casualties, no matter how hard I try, neither can I. Alright, seems interesting, what's this about? Um, Fifteen-year-old Alexandria Steckler lives a sheltered life. Sick with spending days in her underground home, she longs to be a part of the outside world. A world she has long been denied. Okay. However, secrets unfold as she finds herself thrusted from her home into a foreign world plagued by war between psychics like herself and magic sorcerers. Okay, that seems interesting. Forced to hide her identity lest she be captured or killed or worse. What could be worse? Will Alex make it home safely? Or will someone else get to her first? Well, I know what I'm reading. The Tales of Alexandra Steckler. To lock it by a friend of the show, Tierra Joy. Available February 28th on Amazon. Pure is available now. I know I'm going to read this copy. Wait, who, who are all these people outside of Nikki's house? Are those the wonderful Dungeons and Dragons patrons? Uh, let's see who we see here. Uh, Jerry Benetados? Is that Queso Loco? 
Greta Beignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, uh, Thomas Murphy, that's Regina Russell, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, the unnamed rogue, John Gallette, Chloe G, Con Air on DVD, and B-Star? Doubtful guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodall, uh, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Twiglets, is that Joanna? Westberger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles the Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Messner, Ruth Thanados, Morgan Lawson, Olivia Hill, Willem Fuchs, Trip, Gary Holmes, and is that Star Panda? Looks like the pages miss Nikki B as much as I do. Hopefully it comes out soon. Anyway, back to this book. And he leads you through the town. And as you show up, he goes, Actually, I do believe classes should be letting out rather soon. And I'll be honest with you, I've been keeping my distance the last few days. Anna and Goran were very explicit about uh, me staying away from the children. They, yeah, they said I would scare them. Yeah, don't worry. You don't have to go near them. Okay, I, I, I do want to see them again so desperately, but... I'm scared about doing anything that would maybe lead to them getting taken away, you know? Right, right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to stay back. Yeah, okay. But, um, I'm just gonna go now. Okay, okay. And uh, he points, and you see this is a very, like, ancient Greece, Socratic circle school type thing where uh, there's a big overhead pavilion and there's uh, like a depression in the ground with like some steps that people can sit on, kind of like those playgrounds, like inside malls. And uh, you see someone who's dressed kind of like a monk in like those kinds of robes that seems to be going over something, demonstrating a couple of basic spells as you show up. And yeah, you see a bunch of kids are, are crowded around. Um, <laughs> Gary, don't you, uh, I mean, Ray, sorry, I need to get used to that. Don't you think it might be a little weird to talk to someone's kids at random? It is. Yeah. I know, but I'm not doing any harm, and I don't have time to waste. Fair. Okay. What are you hoping to get out of this? I just need to know what the kids are thinking. Okay. Well, just uh, just be careful. Don't want to upset anyone, but go for it. Well, I need a little white lie. Oh, oh, maybe maybe we're thinking about signing uh, Jeremiah up for classes. Yeah, it could be like a spy. Well, they're in class right now. I just need to pull them out for a second. I think he said they were about to let out. So maybe you can get to them before they get picked up. That's why I'm trying to get them now before they get picked up. Oh, okay, I, I see the problem. Mm. Uh... Oh, a family emergency. Okay. Yeah, I was sent for a family emergency. How about, um, I hate to be stereotypical and, you know, sexist and whatever, but maybe it'd be better if I handle this? Yeah, if you can do it. Just, you know, some, some people just, like, are still stuck in some old ways of thinking, and they get a little nervous, and you are kind of, um, 
Yeah. Imposing, you know, in with your new figure. Okay. So I guess you go and say there's a family emergency. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got and it. We'll make sure to bring the kids home safe. I got it. I got it, Gary. I got it. Hold up. And uh, she puts the bag down. She takes Calvin out. She, she says, all right, Jeremiah, now you just hold my hand and look cute. And she walks into the school and you're standing on the outside. Uh, you hear like the bustling street and you see Grizabeth goes up. Oh, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just a, it's a family emergency and uh, we, we just got Oh, well, I, I had no idea. Yeah, don't worry. Goron said that we'd be, um, uh, I said that we could pick them up. We'll bring them right back. Don't worry. Just uh, they, they, they gotta go see. Oh well, yes, absolutely. Um, um, all right. Uh, Trixie, Harry, are, are you ready to go? Yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Hi, Trixie. Hi, Harry. My name's Angelina, uh, and we just wanted to come ask you a few questions. Yeah. So, uh, oh, right over here. Sorry. This is my husband, Ray. Ray, this is Harry and Trixie. They're, um, oh my god, they're Anna's children, you remember? Uh, you remember my sister Anna? Yeah. Yeah. You guys got the same name. Yeah, 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 she's Anna, I'm Angie. And, um, anyway, I'm so sorry, you know. Uh, we've been living out on the West Coast, and, uh, we, we've been dying to get the chance to come visit. I've been wanting to meet my niece and nephew, and you see Trixie and, uh, Harry. They're also two lupines. Anyways, so we just wanted to come by and say hi, uh, talk to you a little bit, uh, see what you guys wanted for dinner. We're gonna be meeting you guys later, you know, with, uh, with your mom, and, uh, oh! Oh, what's that guy's name? I, I heard recently that, that your mom, uh, your mom's seeing somebody new, right? She remarried? Uh, uh, Goron, was it? Y yeah. Yeah, Goron. Mm-hmm. He's pretty cool, I guess. So you guys like Goron? Um, yeah, no, I mean, he's totally fine. I, li I like him. He's chill. Do you miss your old dad? Yeah. Um, I miss, I miss daddy. Um, when your dad was around, did you like him? Yeah, um, and you see Harry is like, his eyes are getting a little teary, and Trixie like, hugs him, and she like, kind of tries to cover his ears a little bit, she goes, yeah, listen, um, Harry, Harry took it especially hard, which I get it, because he was really young. Um, but yeah, our dad was, our dad was great. Sorry, why do you ask? Well, have you seen him recently? <laughs> Not in almost a year, no. You haven't seen him? No. Oh. We assumed, I mean, mom said he's either dead or gone, so. Um, that, that's kind of true, but... He's also here. Are you going to say that he's in our hearts? Because, no. yeah, we get it. We've heard it. It's... it uh, okay. It's just good to know you. You miss your dad. Um, he's actually... He's he's here. He's... What? He's in... Yeah. Daddy's... Daddy here? He's in town. Yeah. Can I see him? Um, not right now. Uh. Actually... No, you should be able to. What? And he'll, like, 
gesture with his hand, like, come here to uh, Silvio off in the distance. And you see Silvio, like, looks at you and points at himself. Like, he's like, no, no. Now? Yeah, and Gary's beckoning him to come. Yeah, and he shows up. Uh, he kind of co- he lurks out of the, the alley between one of the buildings. And he goes, Trixie? Harry? Dad? And you see Harry runs over to Silvio and gives him a big hug. And he goes, oh my goodness, I've missed you both so much. And he holds his arm out and you see Trixie goes and gives him a hug. And she goes, where the hell have you been? And he goes, it's a very, very long story. But whatever you've heard, listen, listen, you can't tell people you saw me here. Not yet. But whatever they, whatever they told you, whatever you heard, I promise I was spending every second trying to get back to you. Okay. I miss you so much, Daddy. And no, I miss you too. And and uh, uh, Daddy can spend too much time with you now, okay? He has, to, he has to send you back to class, but I promise I'm going to see you again soon, okay? Okay. You promise? Yes, I promise. Okay. All right. You always an exp- you always a serious explanation, okay? Yeah. Go. Uh, let me explain. But Silvio, you get out of here. Okay, okay. Yeah, and he goes, and he goes, I'll, I'll see you all soon. So, I should have warned you. Your father was captured. He was kidnapped and killed. What? But as you see, he's here. He's been brought back. He is a vampire. A, a vampire? Yeah. That's pretty was, cool. Right. Well, he was not able to come get you until he broke free from capture um and he tried to come see you but your mother and her new boyfriend said that he shouldn't go see that's ridiculous yeah your mom's boyfriend is using um one of this <laughs> uh, he, he hides at the label yeah. but he's like it's like a hypnosis potion what and, the uh, fuck oh, sorry Harry it's okay right um I don't know if kids are allowed in court but <laughs> but um I think you'd want your dad back and yeah of course I just want you to know the truth and he has always cared about you Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to do. I'm going to get your dad, uh, free. Okay. Uh, and bring you back with him. And well, I gotta know: was your mom happy with him? Um. Yeah. It's a lot to ask a kid, I know. Yeah, I know, I know. I think she was. She... They had troubles, but I feel like everyone does, right? Right. But most of my memories with them is pretty happy. I... She was happy. I mean... I don't know. She's been different lately, which I guess makes sense if what you're telling me is true. I don't think she was unhappy. I just needed to know that your dad was a good man. He he was. And it sounds 
like he was. He was. So I, I really, I really think he is. I'm going to court to get your dad back and get the Minotaur out. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Ray. Ray. All right. Well, uh, I'm assuming that the whole thing about meeting up with my family was kind of a lie. I don't know what my co-lawyer here told uh, you. Name's Angelina Globamy Esquire. And yes, it was a lie to get you here to see your father. Yeah, so sue us. But don't. <laughs> That's your slogan for your attorney services. <laughs> and Angelina says, okay, uh, I'm going to try and get you kids back to uh, back to class, but I promise we're going to do everything in our power to get you to see your daddy real soon, okay? Okay. All right, I'm going to take him back, uh, Ray. And uh, I'll meet you back here in a second. And she does so. And after a few minutes, Angelina returns. Well, I think we've got everything we need. So, yeah. Look, one way or another, I said I'd help you. Yes. So, you're getting them back, whether it's plan A or plan B. Thank you so much, Ray, and Angelina, and Jeremiah. Uh, well, we had set up a meeting this afternoon in the courthouse. I assume that he's going to be heading over right after the kids get out of school, which is in a few minutes. So, we could head over. Are you Are you hungry? Do you, Is there anything I can do for you while we're waiting? Yeah, I kind of have been dragging a dead polar bear. On this disc the entire time. I was going to ask you about that, <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be rude. Um, yeah, uh, we need to bring food back to our people. So, found this while on our way here. Yeah. Is there a pawn shop? Could use some money. Uh, well, yes, there is a pawn shop actually. I guess can head there and then. I should kill enough. Time to get to court. Sure, let's do it. And he walks you over to uh, Wings and Things. And as you walk in, you see an Aarakocra behind a bar. Uh, but Wings and Things. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what you see is that this is a combination pawn shop and restaurant. Uh, and so there are two like big uh, dining tables. And you see people there eating hot wings. And then uh, the shelves are also lined with knickknacks, and there's an Aarakocra uh, behind a desk that seems to be running the place. Oh, man. Okay, you guys want hot wings? Yeah, I want the wings. I could fly. Silvio? Uh, I could definitely go for some food. Yeah, I, you, so you don't just drink blood. That's, that's good. No, I, no, I, I eat as well. Okay, I'm going to walk up to the... Aarakocra. Yeah. He goes, hey, what's up? My name's Man Fiery. Welcome to Wings and Things. Man Fiery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's wearing like a flame pattern uh, button-up shirt. And has spectacles on the back of his head. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And frosted tips. Yeah, he's like a um, he's like a canary, so he has that like yellow feathers. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you for wings or you here for things? Uh, both. Whoa! <laughs> All right. What do you want to start with? <laughs> um, 
Let's see. Let's get what? Well, however much is wings for four people? Hot wings. Wings for four people. All right. How hot do you want them? Um, I guess for the kid, mild, and everyone else, I think we like it kind of hot. You guys want to try getting on the Hall of Fame? Oh, what's uh? How do you do that? Uh, and he points at the wall, and you see like a lot of initials and like little painted portraits hung up. And he goes, mm-hmm. you just eat our fieriest fiery wings. If you can get through the whole basket, we put you up on the wall. How many? Ten wings. a person. Oh, and the prize is you get on the wall? Yeah, the wall of fame. That's it? Fine, and your meal's free. Mm, better not. I guess I'll take spicy. The kid will take mild. Uh... Angelina. Oh, well, I'll take it with just a little bit of kick. Uh, I, I'll do I'll do same as uh, Ray. No garlic, please. And Sylvia's like, don't even cook it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes, uh, he goes uh, can you serve the wings rare? Rare? <laughs> yes, just like, uh, you know, toss them in a little bit of a spice and then just, just bring it out like that. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, 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 we can do that. Okay, so that'll be four orders. That'll be, uh, five gold. Okay, there you are. Thank you. And we'll have that right out while we're at it. You said you wanted some things, too, yeah? Uh, sure. I mean, you got anything interesting? Uh, well, what are you looking for? We got just about, uh, a little something close to whatever you might want. Looks kind of run of the mill, but maybe you're looking for... Something interesting to buy? Yeah, we buy. I've got this here. Ornate orc sword from the ruins of Rabbit Cove. Whoa, wait, did you you hear about that? That shit was crazy, man. Apparently yeah. old town just fucking disappeared overnight. Right. And uh, this comes from a tomb. Whoa. From Rabbit Cove. Probably be a big hit with the ghost hunting crowd. Yeah, you see how ornate it is? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like I remember the voice of God saying it was ornate when you picked it up. Although I wasn't there, and gods don't exist. Ah, uh, huh? So, given its uh, ancient and uh, its ancient value and the fact that it is uh, from an area that is... Um, Inaccessible. Yeah, well, it is pretty rusty and beat up. Uh, he holds it up and he flicks it, and you see like rusted pieces of metal like fly off of it. And he goes, uh, I'll give you five gold. Comp your meals. Yeah, sure. Wait. Huh? Let me, uh, get some insight. <laughs> How much is this, uh, <laughs> worth? Roll an insight check for me. God damn. Three. Sounds like a fair price to you. Hmm. <laughs> Sylvia, look at this thing. Really look at it. You tell me, is this worth five gold? <laughs> Let's see. He's gonna he's gonna roll to try to praise your sword. <laughs> he rolls a nat one. He goes, it, that looks worthless to me. <laughs> what? The, uh, I mean, that looks worthless to me. Sorry, I didn't mean to say it. Right. Yeah. Five. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Maybe four gold. Five gold it is. All right, fine. <laughs> So, yeah, a sword to pay for the meals. What the hell? Yeah, enjoy. 
As he says that, one of the cooks from the back comes out with your orders of wings. Yeah, Calvin develops a really fun method. I mean, this kid was fucking hungry. So Calvin, like, develops this method of sticking the whole drumstick in his mouth and then just, like, sucking the meat off and going... Yummy! You see, Sylvia looks at all of you eating voraciously and is like, Ooh, how uncivilized. And then he takes a bite out of his raw chicken. With a fork and knife? Yeah. <laughs> he dips it in the season and he goes, Ooh, this spice is very nice. It's pretty hot. Yes. Mm. It really makes you feel alive. Mm. Mm. You get a temporary plus one to perception. Oh my god. And you heal four hit points. Mm, really opens up the senses. Wow. Oh, my nostrils are expanding. Mm. I'm invincible. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Gary, you breathe the best you've been able to breathe in a while. <sighs> and some of Fulmar comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you see a little uh, life essence just come out of your nostrils. <laughs> wow. That was delicious. All right. Uh, we got a case to win, people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Angelina Esquire. Here she comes. And uh, she, she marches out the door. She's ready to go. Yeah. So Silvio leads you through the streets and he leads you to Town Hall. It's actually a very long building. It is also wooden structure. It covers the largest area of the town. And there is a second floor. But the second floor is it's kind of like a capital building where it's much smaller. And you get the feeling there's just a few offices up there. And as you guys come in, Silvio greets some people. goes, hello. Oh, nice to see you all. You see, there's lots of different business going on here. You get the feeling that this is like a really popular community center where people come to both resolve official matters and maybe just plan like stuff like parties for the town and that sort of thing. So it's pretty bustling. But he leads you to an office in the back. You see it says Mayor Judge Felina Boscar and he knocks on the door and from behind the door you hear a Come in. Okay. Are you ready? Um... Wait, one sec. And Gary flings an ostrogon snuggie over the dead baby polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Good to go. Okay. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Benetados as Gary Mogbile. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, After the Drimbus, Free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons and Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week.
The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs> Are you two still awake? Dad, we're too excited! You'll be tired at Mockery Manor tomorrow, and it's bigger than ever, so you really do need to sleep. Daddy, tell us about the new expansion. Okay, okay. Yay! Once upon a time, there was a wonderful place, Mockery Manor. Everyone loved it, but sometimes it felt lonely. The manor longed for a companion, so they built a whole new park right next door and called it Claytonville. And it was the rootinest, tootinest place you ever did see. Yee-haw! Hop on board the brand new Mockery Railroad all the way to Claytonville. Toot toot! In Claytonville, there are four cowboy lands to explore. Lasso a goat in Farmin Valley. Kiss your girl's best friend in Lovelorn Town. Stop it, Terry. And in Cowboy Christmas Town, hop on down to the Bluegrass Grotto to meet Cowboy Santa. Ho, ho, ho down! And are you brave enough to ride the wildest ride in Claytonville? Look out. It's the Four Spurs Man Train. Two parks in one and only $19.99 for a family of four. And how about you? Yeah, that's right. You. Listening to this. Are you ready to come back? To Mockery Manor. Season 3. Available now.